0: Right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the 360 Sports Show here on August the 30th in the year 2020. Welcome inside the show, a, uh, a different show. It's going to be a bit of a different show here today. I am Andy Pizzelli, I'll be joined shortly by Christian Lauber. Uh, if you'd like to send us your thoughts and comments, uh, the if you're watching live, the email on the show, for the show, is right there, the 360 Sports Show at gmail.com. You can also hit us up through Instagram and Twitter, at 360 Sports show. Uh And if you're listening to us live, you can comment on any of those live streams, and those will make their way to us here at the show. If you're listening to this as a podcast, uh, thank you for finding us. We're live every Sunday at 11 a.m., and then we put the show out uh, afterwards as a podcast so if you're listening there thank you for finding us make sure you like and subscribe so you never miss a show and uh yeah that uh that does it for the housekeeping uh like I said I'm Andrew Pizzelli let's check in now uh across time and space with my good friend Christian Lauber Christian how are you here on uh, on another beautiful Sunday uh let's start with uh, first uh how many days left in 2020 do we have now
1: yeah uh, let's get that out of the way I guess huh? it's 124 so uh, we're getting closer to that uh, double digit mark which is uh, which is definitely a positive at this point.
0: Yes, the, the double digits are what we're we're seeking. Um, hmm, you know it, I, I've thought about ways like how do we just how do we just you know how, how do we navigate the waters of this past week in sports? And I had been thinking about it the last couple of days. And I texted you last night and I said, you know, I I just don't feel, I don't have the energy and it doesn't feel right to come on here and for us to do a sports show like we do. And I felt like that this show had to be different and it had to, um, it's not going to be as long as our normal shows uh, because I want to let what we're going to talk about breathe. And I think instead of you know a lot of some some of this stuff like we've said, Christian, we're not a political show. But I think after this week, you know, sports and politics—it's it, the, the, that line has become more blurred uh, in the last four years. Um, and and it—I think that's a good thing that athletes feel empowered to use their platform and to not just. Uh you know in, in the words of others uh have told you know like LeBron James to shut up and dribble uh, I think it's good that these guys are using their platform and trying to facilitate change uh, and that all kind of culminated this week, and I think me and you are in agreement, Christian. This show is just gonna be about basically the boycott stuff from this week because that's just we can't ignore it and I think that deserves its due and the time and space to just breathe and I'm sure there's people who maybe weren't fully paying attention and I want to make sure that anybody and everybody uh, knows about what happened this week and that it actually had a benefit. I think you're in agreement there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, it, you want to say like, shut up and dribble and all this stuff and then, you know, you know, stuff like whatever this past week happens. Um, it's just, it's just not the way things are. And I think that's just disingenuous to tell these athletes, uh, because they're, they're playing basketball professionally on a court that they can't talk about anything but uh, their sport and they don't know anything. Yeah. That's just disingenuous. And I think, You know, this week was dominated by this boycott stuff after the the latest uh, shooting uh, of Jacob Blake. And uh, I think really we can take one episode and and, uh, and just kind of hammer through that stuff because uh, the tie-in is, uh, you know, at an all-time high now. And I think the platform that uh, the NBA players, most notably, obviously, there was some MLB and NHL, we'll get into it, but prominently NBA players, um, you know, Thought it was appropriate to to do what they did this week, and I I'm I'm on their side, so um, yeah, yeah. So let's 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 dive in. Let's let's
0: jump <laughs> right on into the deep end here, uh, and and maybe and, and give a bit of a timeline of events. Uh, you know, our our rough timeline. Last Sunday, uh, and and. I want to discuss. I don't want to. I don't want to get into a debate over the things like. Uh, well, what is? Uh, did did he have a knife? Was he have a knife in the? Uh, let's just talk about what happened, because and and how the players reacted. Because that's that's the story. Uh, what we know is that Jacob Blake, a black man, uh, in Wisconsin, uh, was. From, from from all the reporting we've seen, the facts, is that he was uh, at the scene of a fight, and he was trying to break up a fight between two women, and police were on scene, and what we know is and, and saw from a video was him walking away to his car, and officers directly behind him, not making... Any effort to grab him, stop him, hold him. He opens his car door and is shot seven times in the back. And luckily he's alive. He is alive. He's paralyzed, but he's alive. I don't think anybody who shoots somebody seven times intends for that person to be alive so he's he's very lucky and this incident sparked tremendous amounts of outrage we already we already all saw the George Floyd thing back in the spring um and 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 that incident alone and the amount of protesting <clears throat> whoa excuse me protesting and, and outrage and that incident was uh, enough to make a lot of athletes, when they're trying to discuss this, the bubble. Do we come back? Is now the right time? You know what's going on in our country, both from uh, 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 a virus and also the disease that is racism. Is now the right time to come back? Should we focus on these other things? And and there was there there was a debate about. Whether they should, and athletes decided, uh, you know, we we should go back. We have the platform. We can we can we can voice for change. Blah 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 on and on and on. Well, this happens while they're in the bubble. Another incident, a major one, that's on television. You know, you you're seeing it on you see it on TV. It goes around social media, and these guys are outraged, and. I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, you know, you started hearing. It started with the Toronto Raptors saying that they were thinking about boycotting their playoff game, which was started was supposed to start on Thursday with the Boston Celtics, um, in, in outrage of this incident. Um, you know, uh, an incident of police brutality, and they weren't even the first ones. That that notion you know kind of spread around and by Wednesday uh you had uh, the bucks who were supposed to play the magic hold up in their locker room and they decide to just not play the game we're not playing this game um you know, the the magic were kind of caught by surprise because the bucks really didn't talk to anybody um not that th- i I guess they had they probably should have, but either way, the bucks decide not to play technically it's a forfeit, the magic say no, we're not gonna accept that and from there, the league shut down, they canceled all the games well I canceled, but they they postponed you know they paused all the games uh to have a discussion on. What should we do? We came down here for change. We saw the names on jerseys, social justice, you know, phrases, Black Lives Matter painted in, you know, painted on the the courts. Uh all these players, you know, nobody's cutting players off post game to stop them from, oh, don't talk politics. They were they were given uh more of a platform than they'd ever been given before. And yet still things were happening. And these guys rightly so, we upset and wanted to discuss again why are we here um, I guess that that that's the that's the biggest to that to that point Christian is kind of like that's that's I think the the the, the big point to start and, and where we can can start to maybe break things up everything I've said before is fact we're not going to argue yeah. facts. And now is kind of the point. They are, you know, they discussed. They had a big meeting, big powwow. Everybody constantly refreshing Twitter, waiting for Shamshirina or or uh, Woj to to, to to tell us what's going on. A big powwow between owner, the owners that were down there. A conference call with uh, board of governors, the players, the coaches, and they had a discussion. Why are we here? This we're here and cuz we wanted to try and make change and they debated uh they voted that they had like an impromptu little poll there and the uh lakers and clippers were the only teams that were ready and willing uh the, or or i think they were all ready and willing but they were the only teams that at that moment in time decided nah we're good we're going to leave um yeah uh I guess let's maybe we'll break down. I've been talking too long here. Um, we'll kind of give our, our both of our kind of takes on, and I'll let you go about you know the decision of staying versus going, which is better. The players decided to stay. Um, I think that's the right decision. What are your thoughts on the whole staying versus going? What's better? Yada yada yada.
1: Um. I would say in, in my personal opinion, I think using the platform uh, while you're in the bubble is is better. So obviously you have all this, the signage and the things on the uh, back of the jerseys and, and, and that's all great. And that was good for the NBA players, but, you know, incidents just keep piling up. So obviously they want more, but, I don't think leaving was necessarily going to do that. I think what they did, uh, was number one, very appropriate and good for them for doing it. The cause is, is very real. And, uh, and I think they're in their right to do, you know, whatever they need to do. Um, you know, they're going to stand up for what they believe. And I, I and I'm, uh, I'm with them a hundred percent of the way. Uh, I think the way they went about it was perfect. I think they created a, um, a scenario where sports became a news story, and they just shut it down for for a couple of days, a few days, and said, "What are we going to do next?" I, I don't think leaving necessarily would have solved that, because you know Jalen Brown, I guess, said something to the effect. I believe this is rumor. I'm not sure if this is fact, but this is what uh, someone said. Jalen Jalen was uh, alluding to, anyways when you leave, what are you going to go do? Are you just going to go back to your family? Or are you going to be out there, you know, in the trenches protesting peacefully and, and doing all these things? Um, and he was one of the guys that uh, is saying we just need more. Right. So I, I think the way they did it was, was perfect. You had not only ESPN, but all the major news networks saying sports are done now. Um, and it became a news story and it's more impactful the way they did it. Um, and obviously you're going to have people that disagree with it because that's you know this is the world we live in now i think they're they're well within their right and uh and, and i think they went about it the right way um you know leaving not it wouldn't necessarily have the same effect as what they did so they're going to come back and play now i think this shows um that the the, the willingness is there that you know this if this stuff keeps creeping up I think they are willing to say, okay, we're shutting it down. We're done. Um, and so I think that that effect is more valuable than something like, okay, we're leaving and that's it. Instead of, okay, we're going to work with the owners. And hopefully they, uh, you know, they back what they're saying and they do real change and they help facilitate different things. Because um, I think the, the the platform for the NBA players, especially, uh, with them taking kind of the lead on this, and as well as the WNBA players, um, I think it's very important for them to use the platform uh, that they have. Yeah, I I
0: totally agree. Um, it it's you know the NBA has been, <laughs> it has just shown this entire year that they get it from top to bottom, players, owners. League management, um, from their handling of this the virus to to getting uh, a season back up and running and creating the, the the bubble and all that, to the willingness to listen. You know, these players basically walked away from scheduled games uh, and said, "Nah, we want to talk about if if this is even worth doing." And the league listened. They incur these guys feel empowered. To have these discussions, to talk, to uh, be, um, you know, uh, social justice warriors, so to speak. Um, could you imagine, Christian? I, I said this with friends: if like NFL players walked out on an NFL game minutes before it was supposed to happen, and other teams like were thinking about not playing, maybe now, maybe there'd just be too much negative. Uh, PR for them now, maybe they understand it, but you just like get the feeling that like if NFL players had done this, like the league would be like finding guys and suspending, like it would, it like that as a league, they probably, who knows if they still get it.
1: Yeah. There were, I mean, the reputation that the NFL has is that they really don't. So I don't know. I think they, you know, they've kind of come back to earth a little bit on it, Uh, like in the, in the past, like maybe year. But even so, like I, I don't even want to know what would happen. Would owners actually take it seriously? I'm not I'm not so sure about that. I know some will, but uh, as a league, as a whole, like the NBA does, uh, I'm not so sure about that.
0: Yeah, and it helps in the NBA because there's a 50-50 split in revenue. The owners and the players have an equal stake in everything, and so it's a more of a level of playing field, whereas it's not that in uh, – in the NFL, that's what players have wanted for for forever. Um, so the owners always have that you know, and non guaranteed contracts, et cetera, Blah 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 blah. They the owners have so much more power over the players in, in the NFL uh, to begin with. Um, on that note, you know people you hear, and I kind of want to attack. I want to kind of systematically attack some some of the arguments we hear about this, and and people get upset with you know oh. They're they're athletes, you know, this is their job, if I walked out on my job, blah, 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 you know, but they're still getting paid, like these guys make so much money, you know, what are they really risking? We did, I did the digging, spoke to our NBA cap expert, and I said, this is a good point, this is valid, these guys want to walk away from this season, this restart, what does that mean for them financially? What is that stake? Aside from not playing games, which we'll agree, if the NBA didn't play games, that in itself is not something that's gonna, you know, change the world. Um, you know, if the NBA wasn't playing games, uh, so it, you you have to dig into what is what is it that they are actually what's at stake for everybody, and and what can they use to help facilitate the change that they want to see, um, and coming up with what do you want to have happen. That's what a big thing about these meetings that the players are having was what do we want to have happen and we got that from them which we can get into but first there's the financial thing uh, and this was from our from our cap expert um, if I understand correctly they have been paid out their salaries minus what's withheld in escrow because technically the regular season's over and this is all pl- this is all playoff time Normally, that escrow money is around 10% if basketball related income or BRI, ends up being high. Normally the players get that 10% back at the end of the year. As a part of the agreement with the NBA Players Association, to return during COVID, the players agreed to increase withholdings to 25% to offset potential losses to basketball-related income or BRI. So by the players not returning, they ha- if they decided this was when you know it looked like maybe the players were going to walk away, um, so by the players not returning, or if they decided not to return, they have no hope of getting that twenty five percent back plus playoff bonuses. If he leaves, LeBron just put his money where his mouth is and dropped like eight million dollars. These guys were these guys did not care. There was and, and if you know, for, for LeBron, eight million, you know, I think he's st- if he lost that he is still gonna keep the lights on. Um, some other guys if they lose twenty five percent of their yearly income ah uh, that 's going to be a lot harder <laughs> these guys there was a, and not to mention uh, his quote didn 't get into it, but you know we learned sense you know if these guys walked away, it would have violated their C, their their new cba there there would have been immense uh there would have been a big labor dispute because it basically would have boiled down to the players walking away because they would feel like that their league and ownership and everything is not supporting them. Uh, and if they walked away now, what hope would there've been for a future season? You know? What would have changed so dramatically between now and say December to the point where these guys were like, "Well, okay, now we'll come back and play." We didn't want to play in, you know, August cuz of yada yada yada. Nothing's changed, but yeah, we'll come back and play the next season. No. <laughs> these guys were willing yeah. to risk their entire sport. Uh So what was at stake? A lot was at stake.
1: Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think, I mean, when you look at it, they were obviously willing to walk away um, some more than others in different ways. But obviously I think it's not, it's, it's, it's really not about uh, if I did this at my job and and like they have the, you know, I don't want to say the luxury. I mean, it's like they're in a good situation in this bubble where, athletes are on this huge platform that they can use and they were willing to forego salary the rest of the season, a possible championship because there's, you know, as they all said, some things are just more important and, and the cause for, you know, the end of, of racism and, and everything else that's going on in this country is more important than basketball as, as many of them were saying. Yeah. So it's just, you know, when you look at it, it's not, people are mixing things up like, oh, oh well, uh, he had a knife in his car and he was a bad guy and not a good person. It, it doesn't matter. You don't shoot somebody seven times in the back and it, like, like it's nothing. And on top of that, it's not this single incident that is causing this. Right. So people are getting them mixed up. I see, I see so many people saying, why are they doing this now? It doesn't, it's, It's not about the single incident, regardless of of the situation that this guy was that Jacob Blake was in. Right. He's in a terrible situation now because of being shot in the back seven times. And we don't know why, obviously, but it's not about the single incident. You don't. Number one, you don't. I don't think cops are trained to do that. And if you are, there's, there's a problem and that's what they're trying to protest. So it's just it's about the buildup of all these incidents over time here and they're t- the the players and, and everybody that uh, is on their side, obviously, is tired of it. There's yeah. obviously inequalities in this country, and if you can't see that, I think you're just being disingenuous.
0: Yeah. I think maybe maybe now's a good time. We have the Doc Rivers audio, which is uh, – <laughs> he says in three minutes better than probably what we'll say in like less than an hour here. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm just going to roll that. And I think kind of what you said there, Christian, is kind of what Doc will get to. The outrage should be, you know, it. There's outrage because it's there is it's there's such a discrepancy and and, and a disproportionate amount of uh, blacks or minorities that are involved in the that are murdered by police. Those are facts. You can't argue with numbers. It happens. Um, so that's what. People are upset about, and it's it's. <laughs> I was talking with a friend about about this sort of stuff. I said, when you really think about it, like it, it was only five generations. You know, they were like, I thought, I thought racism was dead. Like I thought we had already ended this. And I was like, well, it takes a long time to change the hearts of men and to to weed out uh, a scourge that is racism. You know. It is only like five generations ago that, you know, five to six generations ago that people, you know, that you had, you know, that that, uh, there were people who were slaves in this country or were born slaves in, you know, into slavery in in this nation. Like, that's not a long time ago. Have we made a lot of progress legally? Yes. Yes, we have. We've we've taken our Constitution, which said all men are created equal, and you know uh, upgraded that from what it was really written as, and, and how how it was really interpreted initially as all white men, all white landowners <laughs> are created equal, uh, to include yeah. uh, women, and then to include all 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 peoples. So legally, yes, we have come a long way with our legal understanding of of the rights. That people should have in this country, um, and so kind of along those lines, I'm going to play uh, the the Doc Rivers audio here uh, for everybody listening. So this is this is Doc Rivers speaking post game um, on I believe Tuesday about this incident and everything that's going on. Uh, so let's 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 take a listen to that.
2: What stands out to me is. Um just just watching the republican revenge uh, convention and this they're spewing this fear right like all you hear donald trump and all of them talking about fear we're the ones getting killed we're the ones getting shot uh we're the ones that we're denied to live in certain communities um we've been hung we've been shot and All you do is keep hearing about fear. It's, it's amazing to me why we keep loving this country, and this country does not love us back. And it's just, it's really so sad. Like, I should just be a coach. And it's so often reminded of my color you know it's just really sad we got to do better uh but we got to demand better like we got you know it's, it's funny we protest and they send riot guards right uh they send people in riot outfits they go to michigan with guns and they're spitting on cops and nothing happens The training has to change in the police force. The unions have to be taken down in the police force. My dad was a cop. I believe in good cops. We're not trying to defund the police and take all their money away. We're trying to get them to protect us just like they protect everybody else. Uh, I didn't want to talk about it before the game because it's so hard like just keep watching it that video if if you watch that video you don't need to be black to be outraged you don't you need to be American and outraged. and how dare the Republicans talk about fear we're the ones that need to be scared we're the ones having to talk every to every black child what white father has to give his son a talk about being careful if you get pulled over? It's it's just ridiculous. And it just keeps getting, it keeps going. Uh, there's no charges. Breonna Taylor, no charges, nothing. All we're asking is you live up to the Constitution. That's all we're asking for everybody, for everyone thank
0: you so that that's that's doc uh, talking um, it, you really can't top you can't top doc um, he always seems to have the the best and, and most perfect words um, the big points I think that stand out from what doc said um, is I, I think these these three things. One, he says, you know, I should just be a coach, which I think and speaks to like you said Christian, the the tiredness and the exhaustion uh, of of all of all of this, uh, and what these guys feel like. He, I should just be a coach, you know. But instead, they have to deal with all all of these these things because it's 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 them. It's happening to them. Um, uh, what white parents have to. Give their children a talk about being careful, um, you know, and <laughs> that if you watch the video, and I think this is th- this 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 is kind of what we were saying, and this is what I think this is the biggest one. If you watch that video, you don't need to be black to be angered by it. You need to be American, and that all yeah. we want is for people, you know institutions, any, you know, workplace, e- everywhere, to just uphold the Constitution and protect people um, the same, equally. That's what, that's, that's that's what Doc said, that's what they want. You know, listen, we're the ones living in fear, is what he said. You know, we love this country, but this country isn't loving us. We just want to be protected, the way that the Constitution says everyone should be, and that's not being lived up to. Doc, Doc makes you want to run through a wall, man. I, I can't. I, yeah. I I've listened to that clip at least like 50 times since he said it, uh, and every time I, you know, I hear a little something different. But oh huh, man, he, he just. It, anybody that asks why, you know, that has any, anybody that's like doubts why this is important or why these. Boycotts of games should happen, or, well, I don't get it. Listen to him. That's why.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, Doc, uh, it, it, that was pretty powerful what he said. And I know Cedric Maxwell drew correlation to, like, uh, the I have a dream and stuff like that. It's just like, this is the stuff you remember when there's real change and, and when stuff happens. Because, like, what he said sums up everything. Uh, into whatever it was, a little under five minutes or four minutes, whatever it was, it just sums it up into this is, this is what everyone's saying perfectly. And uh, I think he just, you know, he spoke the truth, number one. uh, And number two, it's just one of those things that should get around because it's just powerful enough that you kind of just have to watch it and hear what he's saying. And if you, if you just read exactly what he's saying you should understand why there's outrage exactly
0: exactly if you don't understand why people are upset go listen to what doc rivers said it'll take three minutes and if you don't understand after that oh I don't know um, so that's about like the the how and the why now let's get into the the what Wh- what did it achieve that's the other thing people say well what is what does it achieve? Oh great! The NBA they didn't they didn't play some games for a couple of days and now they're coming back. They didn't even they didn't even actually boycott. Like what? What does it achieve? Two things, right? That it that it achieved the the Milwaukee Bucks who were the first to walk away uh, for a couple of days there and, and they made a statement they wanted change. Doc Rivers said it. You know we got to you know we want better but we have to demand better. And and what these players wanted was, you know, hey, it's nice. We we get to wear uh, phrases on the backs of our jerseys. We get to talk and not be fined for you know making the league look bad or something like crazy like that. We you know it says Black Lives Matter in big print on all the courts. That is all great, but what actually can be done now? The NBA more than other leagues does a lot. Uh, I mean, from the players on you know uh, on up. Uh, a lot of these guys donate a lot of their time and money to the, to the community. Uh, a lot of these teams do as well. I know prior to the startup here, the, the Board of Governors, they discussed with the owners how over the next 10 years they're going to donate $300 million uh, to different communities and, 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 and doing you know, towards uh, improving areas and things. But there needs to be more change than that. And I think that's what these guys wanted, and they came out and they, you know, it sounded like having a list of demands kind of sounded weird, um, you know. But that's essentially that's like for lack of a, of better words, um, that's what they they needed to come out with. What what do we want to have happen from this? What do we want to see happen? And they wanted to pressure ownership in the league to use their power and influence um, to get the attention of lawmakers, and that worked in Wisconsin. They're convening a special uh, session of the legislature. You know these guys have basically taken off since March, <laughs> uh, and and you know not reconvened, and so that's happening. That is that is tangible. Um, the full statement from the NBA. Um, you know this is a joint NBA and NBA Players Association statement, um, which gives kind of. Everything that they wanted in general, every team kind of brought forward a little bit of something different locally to their local area. But as a whole, this is what they wanted to see happen. This was their statement on return, deciding to come back, and what they wanted to have be the outcome of coming back and of the boycotts and everything. So this and and these are this is tangible. You know, again, these are tangible things that are that they're trying to achieve, and some of it has already been achieved. Um. Michelle Roberts and the NBA Commissioner Adam Silver released the following joint statement today. We had a candid, impassioned, and, and productive conversation yesterday with, between NBA players, coaches, and team governors regarding next steps to further our collective efforts and actions in support of social justice and racial equality. Among others, the attendees included player and team representatives of all 13 teams in Orlando. All parties agreed to resume NBA playoff games on Saturday, August 29th, with the understanding that the league together with the players will work to enact the following commitments. The NBA and its players have agreed to immediately establish a social justice coalition with representatives from players, coaches, and governors that will be focused on a broad range of issues, including increasing access to voting, promoting civic engagement, and advocating for meaningful police and criminal justice reform. In every city where the league franchise owns and controls the arena property, team governors will continue to work with local election officials to convert the facility into a voting location for the 2020 general election to allow for a safe in-person voting option for communities vulnerable to COVID. If a deadline has passed, team governors will work with local election officials to find another election-related use for the facility, including but not limited to voter registration and ballot-receiving boards. Three. The league will work with the NBA, with the players, and our network partners to create and include advertising spots in each NBA playoff game dedicated to promoting greater civic engagement in national and local elections and raising awareness around voter access and opportunity. These commitments follow months of close collaboration around designing a safe and healthy environment to restart the NBA season, providing a platform to promote social justice, as well as creating an NBA foundation for Focused on economic empowerment in the black community. We look forward to the resumption of the playoffs and continuing to work together in Orlando. And in all NBA team markets to push for meaningful and sustainable change. That's it. That's what Doc was talking about. How do you get change? You go and vote for it. Chris Paul helped the whole Thunder team register to vote. So that you can go and vote. You know, it's, 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 and I think maybe this is some of the frustrations, and maybe this is the things that were hashed out in these meetings between these guys. It's great to talk. It's great to see signs. It's great to have all these things. It's great to have the, the you know, the, the platform to stand on and, and speak from. But how do we actually get change? You got to go vote for it, you have to demand it, and you have to. You have to put people in place to facilitate that change. And, you know, it, that doesn't just mean the person who's president. That means locally. It starts it starts from the bottom on up. <laughs> and I think, you know, and, and we, we've seen, you know, more, more teams with local things like the Bucks, you know, directly... Talking to their legislature to get something happen. To try and hear um, you know special special sessions on police reform. Let's not wait. Let's do this now. <laughs> you know, yeah. and it doesn't mean make an immediate change right now without a discussion and without and like Doc said, we're not trying to take away like you said, his dad was a cop. He believes in cops. I think all of us believe in the police. We want police. I think you ask anybody: Should there be police? People, every I'd imagine most people will say yes, but it should be a police force that serves and protects, and a lot do. I know a lot, and 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 uh, but there's 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 also problems in a lot of places. So yeah, I mean. Why not fix them?
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, whether it's, it's okay, training or the, the people. Yeah. I mean, it, it, there's ways to, to go about it. Obviously just like anything else, there's bad people. There's good people. There's bad cops. There's good cops. Obviously if you get rid of the police, who knows what the hell would happen. You don't want to do that, but it's also these police that, that, that get away with these things because they're police at the end of the day, it's like much like athletes, People forget athletes are actual people. They're not just, oh, they're not just there for our entertainment to go out and play, whatever it is, baseball, basketball. They're people at the end of the day. And they're using this platform in a big way to initiate change. And hopefully it it does happen. Because I think for whatever reason, whether we've gone backwards or we just didn't realize how how still far behind we are in in these measures where, you know, it's just like I don't know what 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 can you do? You just have to like they're trying to do is try to create change. I mean it's just it's it's based on fact that that black people are uh, racially profiled and you know uh, there is still racism in this country. I, I don't know how you can you can argue otherwise and and really all you need to see too is, uh Jacob Blake was bad enough. And then you have, uh, as, as far as I understand, somewhat peaceful protests that are escalated by 17 year old kids with AR 15. Exactly. The, that, walking down the street,
0: that the police whole and, situation tells you all you need to know a black man who was uh, at, yes, he was at a scene of a fight. There were police there, um, did did he, like, was he walking away from an officer and, and going to his car, and an officer could say, I felt threatened, so I shot him. Well, t- you know, uh, you had to shoot him seven times. You were right behind him. You were so close to him, in fact, that you could grab his shirt and, and shoot him in the back, but you couldn't just grab him to stop him from doing. There was plenty of people. There were, like, seven officers there. Uh, you you got, If you really, if this guy was threatening, you couldn't have done something else? And and like you said, that comes back to training. And 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 uh, I know a lot uh, a lot of times, you know, uh, it's it's taught. You know, the gun pulling the trigger should be the last resort. You know, uh, you know to, to 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 any situation. And if you pull the trigger, um, you know, <laughs> these guys are put in a very tough situation. And, and I don't want to go down the rabbit hole of what cops shouldn't shouldn't do. Right, but. L- you see right there with that situation what happened with Jacob Blake and then nights later a child 17 year old child with a gun um, shoots someone two people, three people two are dead one's injured and then is continuing to walk down the street there's a caravan of police cars Coming down the street. This kid is in the air, holding... These cars are going in the direction of where there's just been a murders. Here comes a kid, a child, holding a, a, a gun over his head. And, and you watch the video, it looks like he's ready to surrender. Like, he knows. Oh, yeah. they're coming for me. I'm I'm a surrender. And they just go right by. They don't even yeah. stop for a second. And if you watch what happened to Jacob Blake, and you watch that video... And you don't think that his skin tone had anything to do, that the color of his skin had nothing to do with the police driving right by that kid. Then again, you don't understand the situation. Yeah. <laughs> Th- that that right there tells you what, because you know if that if if <sighs> I didn't want to have to say I'm you know, I'm not going to say his name because I'm not I'm I'm not going to say his name. If that kid was black. The cops would not have gone right by him. 100%. We can say that. Again, think, Again that's that's I, speculation, but I think we can all agree that that would have happened. They would have stopped him. <laughs> and that yeah, right there man, is man. the problem, folks. That's the problem and that's what has people so upset.
1: Yeah. Like I mean like we said, it's not the individual uh, like Jacob Blake is just the latest incident of this. Just the latest, and that's, you know, the outreach comes with good measure and good uh, reason after that happened. But it's not – they're not singling it out and doing it just for this one instance. They're doing it for all the instances before and what's to come after and everything else. It, and, and people are tired of it. Yeah. And the NBA and its players, they're going to stand up for what they believe, and I'm 100% with them. Yeah. Point blank. Yeah totally and and then it it's it's things like the
0: the aftermath Jacob Blake is shot and hours of time is spent you know justifying that oh well he was a bad guy look at he had a warrant out for his arrest he did this he did this he did this in his past and maybe let's 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 drag up everything about somebody to justify him basically attempted murder from police officers this was not like he got shot on the street by random people. These were police officers. You know, there's it doesn't matter what what you've done or what what uh, a charge against you or or anything, you know, it, your past should not be used to justify police officers shooting you. Then you flip forward to this kid who's murdered people, who has actually just murdered people. And people are like Oh well, look, look this is a picture, you know, th- look at this picture of him like the day before going and cleaning graffiti off 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 a wall. He's a good kid. You know, it's like what happened with the Duke lacrosse players. That's what they hey, have they these kids have their whole lives in front of them. I saw a great meme it showed, you know, for those thinking that this kid washing dishes uh can be used as or, or sorry, uh this kid scrubbing graffiti you know, a picture of that can be used to justify at all what he did. Here is a picture of uh, Ted Bundy washing dishes, <laughs> like at a at a shelter. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. there you go. That that should diffuse that argument. And that's again, that's another part of what the frustration is. Somebody who's a minority does something. Let's try and find everything, every reason to justify why them being shot or killed was is good or right. Somehow, murdered. A white person yeah. does something; mm, they become a sympathetic character. Black, I mean, just the, black the, people the, the become biggest, black people become the villain when they're the victim,
1: and that, again, the, that's the, the biggest, other problem. Yeah, the biggest example is is you see uh, everyone saying that he was resisting arrest and and running away from the police, except for the fact that when you look at the the white male crazy white male that's running at police, uh, being tased, rips the taser out and tackles the cop. There's no shots there, but where's the, where in lies the difference? Why is there a huge difference there? Yeah, yeah,
0: I agree, and that's these are the reasons why people are upset. And as Doc said, it's not just you don't have to be black to be upset. You need to be American. If you're American, if you if you're a patriot, this should upset you. If you truly believe in this country and what it stands for, these things should upset you. Um. So the NBA is coming back. They already came back. They came back last night. Um. Major League Baseball didn't play. You know, every everything kind of grounded for a halt for one night, and then things came back pretty quickly. How do we feel about how the other leagues handled things? NHL never stopped. Um, should they have? Should Should they have had to stop? I mean, you know, is, is it just... They, they, uh, they did.
1: They, uh, did. They, they, they pushed games back. They did.
0: Um did they on Thursday? Did they not play? I can't like this week's already yeah, been so did. long. I can't. This, this is my I can't. Yeah, remember.
1: The, the 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 Bruins and there's another game on. That's uh, right. That, that's right. Biden and they pushed back. That yeah. that is right. That's that's. But correct. they did it a little bit later than everybody else. I will say
0: that. Um, is it is it up to any of these other leagues to, you know, it, it's obviously the NBA has come to the table. They they were ready to leave and they they got changed from. From their own. Do other leagues need to do, like the NFL, you know, some teams have stopped, you know, stopped practice for a couple of days, blah, blah, blah. Does there, do you think there will be a push from other leagues? You know, maybe they don't have to boycott games now because the attention's already been brought there. Um, Do you think these players will go to the leagues and say, listen, we want you guys to do the same thing um, that the NBA's doing? We don't need to boycott games. Can't we? Let's just do it. And will there be? Will there be more? You know, the NFL season is like ten days away. Will we see more? Could we pot- potentially see like an NBA, uh, uh an NFL boycott, walkout, any sort of thing? I definitely think you to see more people kneeling. <laughs> you're going to see more at the games this
1: year. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think it is. Uh, there's a higher chance than ever before that it could happen. Um, And it only takes, you know, one incident. Now, obviously, a lot of the players know it's not going to happen overnight, this change. But it's all about the pursuit of the change and and how they want to go about it. And I think the NBA did it the right way. The other leagues, um, I know, uh, like, you can... I I, I really think you can have it both ways, right? I don't think... uh, I think the players... Can can decide like Jason Hayward of the Cubs said he was not going to play, and his teammate said no problem. You know, uh, you can stand up for what you believe. That's perfectly fine. You mind if we play? What What do you think? What do you want us to do? And he said go play. So it it doesn't have to be one or the other. Um, I I think the 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 reaction that the NBA players had is very important. They're very unified in that league. They stand up together. Um, And I think, you know, they kind of, they kind of started the whole uh, trickle effect. I know bet Mookie Betts didn't play for the Dodgers. um, And and the team was supportive of that. They still played their game. Some games were postponed, but I think there's, there's plenty of ways to do it. And I I think it's really about the players and and how they want to go about it. Um, I think the NFL is, it's definitely possible that they could do it, you know, especially if, if, Things keep popping up like this. I think there's a chance that you know sports go away for for a time being here. Obviously, um, everything going on in this country between the the in, the, the racial injustices and the, the pandemic, and everybody's at an all time high of uh, anxiety, and and it's it's a weird time. And um, I think now it it should be heightened, and I think it is. And and rightfully so. And these guys want to stand up for what they believe in. So could there be more? Absolutely. I'm not convinced that we're going to get an NBA championship uh, just yet. We'll see how the players do this. And if the owners and players come together and there's real initiative and and um, and they take it seriously on the owner's part and they want to push for this stuff, which I know some have already. And I think there's a good chance that you continue playing. You use the platform. And and you see how it plays out, and you and you strive for the change. Uh, Same with the NFL. I think the NFL is an interesting one because they're typically a league that is kind of way different than everything else. So um, I think there could be there could be huge impacts when it comes to the NFL because you know Devin McCourty, most notably, just said like um, he's just he's hopeless. He's feeling hopeless. So it's like it's just people are angry they're tired of it and and they want change and i think it ties in with these athletes because this is what they do and and they have the platform to to really stand up and and kind of initiate these conversations and and whether you get pushback on it or not um it's still a good thing yeah yeah i agree um
0: i think we've kind of said everything that needs to be said um i honestly don't even i don't even wanna give you know we could get into some of the actual things that happen with games and teams and stuff this week I know we probably could do like another hour and talk sports but i I don't wanna take anything away from what we've just said um and at the end here i do i'm gonna play i wanna play the doc rivers um video again uh so if you're watching live you'll you'll uh you'll get to see it um and I'm going to I'm going to let that um close the show. Um you know, different show, but it's been a different week, it's been a different year. Uh we picked a hell of a time to have a sports show, right Christian?
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, seriously. Uh um,
0: a hell of a year. <laughs> um, uh but hey, in the end, it's not for lack of content. Um so it'll be one of those things where we'll look back. Hey, you know, if we could get through shows Talking, you know, only about how many hamburgers can you eat in a day, uh, you know, and there's no sports to speak of. Uh, when when society does return to normal, uh, we'll be we'll be just fine. Um, yeah, so uh, that's gonna do it for us. Uh, I'm I'm gonna play this this Doc Rivers clip again and let everybody listen to that. Um, and you know, I, I agree with this message. You know what? It's a very important time. In uh, in the world, in the country right now, and everybody does have power, and that's to go vote. So, uh, we all we all can be doing more to speak up, speak out, educate ourselves, and uh, vote for change. So, that's gonna do it for us, Andrew Pizzelli and Christian Lauber, and we're gonna let uh, Doc Rivers here close out the show. Stay safe, everyone.
2: What stands out to me is um, just just watching the Republican revenge, uh, convention and they're this, spewing this, this fear, right? Like, all you hear Donald Trump and all of them talking about fear, we're the ones getting killed. We're the ones getting shot. Uh, we're the ones that were denied to live in certain communities. Um, we've been hung. We've been shot and all you do is keep hearing a fear it's it's amazing to me why we keep loving this country and this country does not love us back and it's just it's really so sad like I should just be a coach and it's so often reminded of my color. You know, it's just really sad. We gotta do better, uh, but we gotta demand better. Like we got, you know, it's, it's funny. We protest and they send riot guards, right? Uh, they send people in riot outfits. They go to Michigan with guns and they're spitting on cops and nothing happens. The training has to change in the police force. The unions have to be taken down in the police force. My dad was a cop. I believe in good cops. We're not trying to defund the police and take all their money away. We're trying to get them to protect us, just like they protect everybody else. Uh, I didn't want to talk about it before the game because it's so Hard, like, to just keep watching it. that video. If if you watch that video, you don't need to be black to be outraged. You don't. You need to be American and outraged. And how dare the Republicans talk about fear? We're the ones that need to be scared. We're the ones having to talk every to every black child. What white father has to give his son a talk about being careful if you get pulled over? It's, it's just ridiculous. And it just keeps getting, it keeps going. Uh, there's no charges. Breonna Taylor, no charges, nothing. All we're asking is you live up to the Constitution. That's all we're asking for everybody, for everyone. Thank you.